All right. Welcome, everyone, to the second episode of the Wired Nerdy Podcast. I am here with one of my best friends, Dougie Doug. How you doing, hey. my friend? How's it going tonight? Good. You have a good week? I did, yeah. Good, good. Well, we've got some interesting topics tonight, but we're going to do a segment that Doug came up with that will be a reoccurring thing, uh, where each week that we're going to go over topics that we each find that have been in the news that are specific to, yeah, I don't know, being geeky, geek culture, being nerdy. So, Doug, Absolutely. I'm going to let you go first. What do you, what do you have on your list tonight? Surprise me. Yeah, so I thought about this little uh, segment and uh, talked about some cool stuff in the news. Uh, one of the things I saw and it's being shown over and over is History of the World Part 2. I don't know much uh, about this. Tell me about it. Yeah, so I saw that they're coming out with a series on Hulu. I think it's four or five parts. Uh, you know, History of the World Part 1 was uh, back in the 80s. Uh, hmm. So, well, uh, I, Mel Brooks. Yep. Oh, it's a comedy? Yeah. So, uh, did, have you watched the first one? No, well, I know of it. Like, I know he did a series of, like, The Life of Brian. Uh, he did uh, The History of the World. And I've seen, well, like, my one of my favorite scenes. Is, yeah. is that the one where uh, he he's Moses? And he comes out and he goes, I present to you these 15. Yeah. And he drops and he goes, 10 commandments. Yeah. <laughs> is that what that That's is? Great. And then the Spanish Inquisition and yes. then the Romans. And uh, oh. I think Richard Pryor rolls up a joint mm-hmm. and smokes out the Romans <laughs> chasing him. And... So is this a remake or what is this? I believe this is a sequel. So oh. uh, I'm looking on uh, the site here now. At the covers different decades. Tra- like mm-hmm. he was at the beginning of time, right? And the old ones, is it different yeah, decades? Yeah, he kind of worked his way from like creation of life all the way up to there. Okay. Um, really big actors in here. I mean, really? Johnny Knoxville and oh. um, Seth Rogen, really big names in there. So I'm hoping it's going to be good. Awesome. Do they have a target uh, sequels? You worry about sequels and trilogies and stuff like first one's always good. And then you're like, are they going to do good with the next one? Do do they have a target release date? Yeah. Uh, Let me look. I'm sure it said it on the uh, trailer that I watched. Uh, Yeah. So uh, Monday, March 6th, and it's going to be on uh, March 6th, I believe. That's soon. March 6th. Wow. All right, we're recording this in February, obviously, so that's coming down the way. Do you think there'll be issues with um, the audience being different than it was in the 80s, meaning comedies change, some people are more sensitive to things? I mean, you can't make Blazing Saddles, for example, today. And that was the example I'm going to use. So the comedy in Blazing Saddles is for a totally different generation. Oh, yeah. And not right or wrong. I mean, yeah, we're it's... sheltered or anything here, but uh, it's just a different. different kind of PC world. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be sensitive to other people yeah. in a way that maybe you didn't before. And that's yeah. not a bad so thing. So I right? believe with the cast that they have listed, they're definitely mm-hmm. going to uh, change it to now times. Gotcha. Do to, a different uh, spin on it. Current comedy and current uh, situations. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's awesome. I didn't know about that. See, I love this segment because I hadn't even heard of that. Yeah. And there's so much news, you can't even keep up with it all. So that's oh, great. No. So I tried to pick some of the stuff that really caught my eye, and they've been showing this commercial over and over and over. Cool. I will check it out, man. I'll put it on my list. So is it my turn now? Let's see. Absolutely. What you got for me? So I'm not going to talk about all of it because there's a lot to it, and I'm going to be honest with you. I hadn't seen it all, but Nintendo had an, another one of their directs. Now, Nintendo started doing this in the pandemic, um, where and they've stepped back from E3 and a lot of the conferences, but they're doing these Nintendo directs, these small videos where they present games that are in development are going to be coming out for the Switch. 
Um, So there was a lot of announcements. I mean, everything from Metroid coming to it to new Metroid. There obviously a new Zelda uh, coming down the way. Is that a remaster or is it a new story? I believe it's a remastered, but I haven't, I haven't seen it. Uh, my brother had texted me about it. He's seen more than I had. I awesome. hadn't checked it out. It's been nuts a week so far. Yeah. Uh, but what I am excited about, the what I, why I put it on my list was one of my all-time favorite games uh, on the Game Boy Advance and on the DS was Advanced Wars. I'm a sucker for turn-based strategy or especially yes. turn-based combat. And with this, if you don't know much about it, it's very cartoon and almost like an anime style. Um, in the the graphics uh, but what's really cool you build units and tanks and then essentially you do turn-based battles um, and it's it's really good and it's in the vein of uh, on PC and a bunch of other platforms there's another game called Into the Breach uh, that's very similar to that so if you like turn-based strategy these are these are ones that I would recommend but they when the whole thing broke out a year ago um, unfortunately overseas with war they out of sensitivity Nintendo put a pause on Advanced Wars uh, release date well, they finally announced it'll be out in April. Okay. Uh, so that's what I'm excited about because I love my I love that game. It's kind of nostalgia for me. So that, that's why it was on my list. We could probably have a whole conversation about Nintendo right. Direct. I didn't do my homework and I didn't didn't watch all of it, but that's the one I'm I'm really excited about. So your turn. Go. Um yeah. Uh, back to Advance Wars or kick that was for oh, yeah. Game Boy Advance. It was on the Advance and the DS. Yes, I think okay. I remember I, think I the... played it on the Advance, yeah. Yeah, and the DS version I liked a little better because they did the thing where the map was on the bottom and your the double you know the actual yeah. and the actual battle was on the top if I remember correctly. That thing so. was crazy because it had a bunch of games that utilized the two screen system. Yep, yeah. yep, it's really it's really neat. So my next thing, and uh, I kind of have to relay back to you, is this Hogwarts Legacy game. It looks amazing. The mm-hmm. reviews I've been seeing on Steam and on the internet are just going crazy for it. So have you uh, bought that? Have you downloaded that? I actually did. So oh, disclaimer, <laughs> I'm I'm to the dismay of my older son and daughter who are huge Harry Potter fans. Yep. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan. Now, I've read, I think, books one through three up to Prisoner of Azkaban. So I did read the books. I've obviously seen all the movies. Uh, but I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm the biggest Harry Potter fan. I Film-wise, I honestly like the Fantastic Beast series better than anything. Yeah. Um, but in a way, maybe that makes me more objectionable. Um, once I saw the reviews, uh, I was like, you know what? It's getting really positive reviews. I'm just going to get it. So I got it for PlayStation 5 uh, on launch night, uh, pre-ordered it, and then I could download it early. And over the last two days, I've been putting time into it. It's open world. Oh, it is really good. Even not being a Harry Potter fan, uh, it is really good. My my son, I was talking to him about it. He's a huge Harry Potter fan. A lot of his, a couple of his friends uh, are not Harry Potter fans, but they downloaded it and they're loving it too. So. It tells you how the good the game is. The open world concept, uh, I think I would like to get it. Oh, you should uh, pick it up. You're building your character up. You're learning new spells. Yep. Uh, RPG. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. They do really cool things in it. Um, what I like about the PlayStation version is if you've ever messed with the PlayStation 5, it has the haptic controller. So what that means is it has force feedback. So I remember the first time I experienced it was like on Hitman game. If you're shooting a sniper rifle, for example, when you pull the trigger, it kind of fights you there's a resistance mm. well it's the same thing on the harry potter game when you're casting spells there's a resistance to the triggers and, oh, and stuff pretty cool. yeah. it's really cool so that's an added benefit but you know they have it on other platforms as well uh the game is gorgeous i was shocked to find out that it was developed in unreal engine 4 not even the newest one which is 5 mm. which is just mind-blowing so it's like they're they pushing unreal engine uh, 4 
bump it up with the next one. Say this is successful. Though. Like remastered. Yeah, and they could. Too, yeah. What was neat is they totally built all of Hogwarts, like all of it. And, and it's free roaming. You go anywhere you want. You're right. You learn spells. Um, just the story the, is engaging the uh, character models and the faces. Uh, they look really well acted. The voice acting is great. Just a lot of lore. Great game. So I have only sunk, man, maybe four hours into it. Not much. And I haven't even scratched the surface. Uh, I mean, you're looking at well over 20 to 50 hours if you do the side questing. Oh, at least. Um, yeah. So my son told me that the side quests actually, there's more hours in side quests than there are in actual main quests in the game. But it's awesome. Love it. That's my, yep. that's my little pitch right now, only after playing a little bit. So pick it up. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and those kind of games I like because uh, uh, they can add expansions, add more side quests, add more stuff like that. Exactly. And then the open world that you're not just stuck in a, well, I got to do this next. It's yep. go out or on rails. You want. Yeah, we're just kind of guiding uh, you where to go. The playability of that and the fan base from Harry Potter, from the books and the movies, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be very popular. Oh, and, it, yeah. Uh, it's open good. world you might just uh, explore just you don't play the game you don't play the missions you just explore the yep. world of harry potter and all that yeah kind of like skyrim yeah. right <laughs> we talked about that last week so. absolutely yeah awesome man yeah pick it up i love it that's that's a good one uh let's see next one on my list uh, there's a lot of uh chatter around this uh, have you heard of chat gpt i have and i was actually gonna put that on my list but i thought you might have some good information for me <laughs> yeah so uh, google yeah. looks like they might have got defeated but i'll let you tell me the story well they haven't yet so okay. we're actually on doug and i have a list of what we're going to cover for show topics and one of them is about artificial intelligence and this will feed into that nicely so here's the layman's terms if you're un unaware so chat gpt has been around for a while uh there's different versions uh, essentially it's a an AI that has been trained on a language modeling platform and algorithm. Um, there was originally chat GPT 3.0, you know, 4.0 is we're right at that point right now. Eventually we're already going to release at some point soon a 5.0. And with each generational jump, there have been um, a lot of really good uh, progress, right? Well, it's been trained on all of Wikipedia. We're talking hundreds of thousands of words. And it can simulate the closest that we've ever gotten to, to actual human interaction when you type things. But also you can give it prompts. You can say, uh, write a story about uh, a car falling off a cliff, uh, you know, all this kind of, and it, it'll spit it out and it looks like a human wrote it. So that's what ChatGPT yeah. is. And, and it's it was really developed. interesting. I've read some of those stories mm -hmm. and uh, some of them are pretty interesting because people are. are saying, well, what if this happens Enter this character? Yep. And yep. the other issue they got to worry about is that students I've seen are using this to write papers. their papers in college. Yeah. Yep. Plagiarism. And they're, yes, they're now, it's opening up a whole new market because I even read that universities are investing in uh, other AI that can detect when an AI wrote a paper. So think about that for a moment. That's just kind of yeah. crazy. Kind of so, one bot fighting another bot to <laughs> stop the plagiarism. Yeah. It's, like, it's just going to be like robot wars. So it it, it, it's huge. Well, there's a company called OpenGI, or sorry, uh, OpenAI, who developed it. Uh, Microsoft has sunk a butt ton of money into it, which a lot of people in the tech industry were upset because Microsoft announced layoffs all while they were also then a week later announcing a massive investment into open AI. And they're essentially taking chat GPT and they're integrating it with Bing, their search engine. 
and they released the beta this week and it's pretty fascinating. So instead of just doing a straight up search where I'm, you know, show me, you know, the Hawaiian islands, you know, that's what Google does has a great algorithm for it. It's been around forever. Uh, they've always been ahead of Microsoft. Well, now they've integrated. So you can do way more. Um, you can do the thing where you can say, um, and you can go out, I like played with it. It said, Hey, how do I get in shape? Here's, this is my age, blah, blah. And it writes this really expansive workout plan for you. Like, and it's well-written as a great example. So that's in beta right now. It will go public. A lot of people are saying it's going to really um, surpass Google in way of searching, make being more popular. Now, Google does have their own AI they've been working on in-house. There's rumors about whether it's ready, but here's the point. This is going to lead up to what a lot of people are calling an AI war, meaning that as big tech companies start to uh, invest in it heavily now that we're making progress, um, it's it's going to really accelerate from here because you're going to start investing money. You start because it's usually been mainly in academia up to this point, and now it's starting to hit the mainstream and start using practical uh, applications. So there's going to be an AI war, and this is where in the next, I'm going to dare say it, five to ten years, you're going to see an exponential jump in artificial yep. intelligence. And uh, it might go to applications such as like stock markets and medicines and stuff like that. So yep, exactly. There's a great podcast I recommend if you're interested in this is kind of heady. Uh, Lex Friedman is his name. Uh, he always has intellectual people on. He recently did a podcast. I should have wrote the person's name down, but you can search through the show notes uh, where he is an expert in artificial intelligence. Lex Friedman himself works on artificial intelligence, and they explain how they beat uh, chess, Go, uh, a game called Diplomacy, and they explain how ChatGPT was used in dominating these traditional games that uh, AI haven't been able to beat humans at. Now they're just, they're doing great. They did it with poker. So it's a great listen. If you're, if you're wanting to understand more about where AI is now, where you'll get excited is at the end of the episode, um, they talked about um, <laughs> the possibilities of applications in, in, in for gaming, like instead of having an NPC, a non-player character, that's just scripted like Skyrim that just walks around and, and does like this pre set events. Uh, they can inject chat GPT to where it can actually have a conversation with you. Like that's meaningful that in depth be, and remember decisions. So yeah, yeah. I figured you'd like a that game changer big time. It would be, they wouldn't be yeah. dumb MCCs anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. So the Ryan Reynolds movie free guy would probably be more, uh, more realistic than what we thought. I don't know if you ever saw free guy, but I was a fan of it. I liked it. Kind I liked of seeing it. the uh, behind the scenes of the NPCs and I loved it. NPCs I thought it was good. Fight the humans. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but then so you got to worry, kind of Terminator-like, you know, the yeah. robots come alive. So yeah, he was that's good. That's another man. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that topic was kind of heady, but we had to kind of explain what it is so people yeah. understand. If you're not into it, um, and we want to be open to that. So, what do you got, man? What's your next one? Uh, the next one is uh, Renfield. Uh, I, back to kind of a movie, back to a show. But uh, Nicolas Cage, I've just been a fan of him. He's so interesting that's probably the nice way to say it but uh him as a vampire look, just looks really cool oh man i saw the trailer i'm i'm so down my wife and i want to go see it i'm all for yeah. it we got kind of wore out with vampires you know with the twilight era and mm -hmm. all that but yeah. this sparkly this is, vampires yeah. exactly glittery uh but this is different and um i'm all for different so i appreciate what they're trying to do with it now i don't know but somebody will probably flame me in it but I don't, I thought Renfield, I don't know if that was a comic book first or not. I'd have to look that up. I'm not sure, but 
it does look really good. That's a that was a good one to put on the list. I'm excited for it. Do you know when that comes out? Uh, yeah, uh, it, it is a comic book. I was doing a little research oh, for sweet. you there. Thank you. So uh, they've got uh, Renfield, uh, Tale of Madness came out in 95, and then it went up to 95? Yeah. Whoa. If I'm reading the saga of a mad prophet consumed by evil, and then I'll let everybody else read the description. Wow. 95. So You're blowing my yeah, mind. Yeah, let me see when that movie comes out. Yeah. I, you know... Being a comic book reader in the 90s, especially, I didn't know about it. And that's just it. When there's so much stuff that's out, sometimes you miss it. So, yeah. wow. It, uh, it releases in April. April. Soon, man. We've got so many good movies coming yeah. out. We're going to do an episode on that as well. I'll look ahead at movies because there's some really good ones. So, wow. Good one, man. I'm excited hey, to see it. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about it on here. All right. What do you got for me? All right. I've got... Uh... I think Let's I'm out, here. so I'll let You're you out. Close I went, us I went crazy. And, uh... We'll close it up. I got three more. We'll be quick, okay? Because they're not, Sounds they're good. not expansive. Uh, the Sims Four made an announcement. Um, oh, my kids like the Sims Fours quite a bit, but they're releasing an update in March to make the babies more realistic. I guess up to this point in the Sims, when you have a baby, you put them in a crib and they just kind of static. They kind of take care of themselves. Yeah. Or, yeah. Now they're putting the needs in it. They poop. They pee. Whole oh. nine yards. Throw temper tantrums when they're toddlers, and it's more work. Yeah. So a lot of Sims players are kind of excited about that. Some are kind of uh, apprehensive. I've read both sides of it. Of Some people are for it, some people are against it. So that's kind of interesting. Now, I wonder if that's an option like aging. I know you can change your aging on Sims. Maybe you can change yep. uh, parental care. Or it something. might. It know. might. There's yeah. a massive Sims community. Like it is yeah. played by so many people. Like it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a big game. And they're working on a new Sims, Sims 5 actually. But they haven't oh. announced when it's going to be uh, out yet. So, but yeah, I thought that was a good one. Let's see. Uh, next one, <laughs> Amazon, which Amazon's been on a tear about making video game adaptations. And I, you know, obviously with the last of us is picked up by HBO. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, I think Amazon's doing God of war, um, but they made an announcement that they're doing Spider-Man noir, which I don't know much about outside of watching oh. into the spider verse, but noir being the, the one with the trench coat and black and white and hat and detective. I don't know why that one. Like of all the Spider-Mans, why wouldn't you like Batman Beyond? You know the, yeah, the futuristic. Yeah, I wonder if that's one. a licensing issue. I don't maybe know. That, Marvel owns uh, all of that now, version so. of Spider-Man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Oh, or they just got yeah. a good script, and that was the one they ran with. So, hmm. and the last one's very, very brief. Uh, it just surprised me. I don't know much about it. Um, there's an animated series on Disney. It's really good. Uh, I have not watched it. It's on my long backlog list. But the Bad Batch. Which is tied into, if you watch The Clone Wars, it's the CG animated Star Wars ones, which I watched some of them in the past, and they're really good. They have a Wookiee Jedi now. Yes. That's, I saw Do you that. watch I'm, it? I have not. But uh, the Wookiee Jedi, my cousin, who uh, we hope to have uh, on the season later, but uh, he said the Wookiee is uh, coming on there. and they're pretty So good. he watches it? Yeah. Okay, cool. He's watched The Clone Wars and then... Um, the other animated series, I can't think of the name right now, but he's caught up with all that. Yeah. Uh, There's quite a few of them. Canon. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering, are they going to have the Wookiee talk or moan? I mean, it'd be weird if it just spoke yeah. English. I don't know. I don't it'd know be weird. Yeah. I did see a, like brief footage of like the Bad Batch who are essentially uh, the Stormtroopers bringing it to another Wookiee elder. I saw like the footage of that and it was interesting. I saw it. I was like, what? There's a Wookiee Jedi. That's interesting. Right. Although there's theories that Jar Jar Bink was an actual Sith. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, I have. Yeah. 
yeah, we can. God, that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> we'll pause there's on that one. There's a lot of people that don't like Jar Jar, <laughs> and there's maybe a couple that like Jar Jar. I know. The director of uh, Thor, God and Thunder, Ragnarok, all of that, uh, Waki, Taiki, Waki. I'm going to say his name wrong. You were closer than me, but there, I read an article that he, he he's pitched to Disney to do a Jar Jar Binks movie. I mean, come on. That would be hilarious. Uh, Taki Watiti. Thank you. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. I love him to death. He's 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 great. He's great. But <laughs> Jar Jar yeah. Binks movie? Come on. All right. So that that's our uh, our topics for the week. So yeah, that's pretty I'm good. I'm gonna have some more articles next week. I promise, dude. It was it was awesome suggestion that you made. I'm glad you did because there's always something new going on and things slip through the crack and you miss something. Like, shoot, I didn't even know about the Hulu show that you brought up. Yeah. So that's that's great. So what's our next segment? Take it away, Doug. You know what we're talking about next? Yeah, let's think, get into um, oh age old age old conversation. Yeah. Say Apple it. versus Android, right? Here we go. I can't believe you put All this on right. the list. I can't believe you. Well, you, I'll start off with that. I had an iPhone. You so had I an started iPhone? on iPhone. Yeah, I started. Why don't uh, we start with where are we at today? You are a what? I am a diehard Android fan. <laughs> That's right. And I am a diehard Apple fan. Now, yeah. we'll talk about that here in a moment. And you and I rib each other quite a bit since we've known each other. Yeah, I never knew you had an iPhone at one point. What happened? Yeah. Where, so where, I had, how'd you uh, go wrong? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you, seriously. So go ahead. Um, I think I started with iPhone 3, iPhone 4. And then uh, I believe my first Android experience was with the... Maybe like the Blackjack 2. I know it had a full keyboard, external keyboard. And I don't know why I switched, but uh, I've just been stuck ever since. I've gone back to Apple a couple times, but yeah. uh, just stuck with the Android. My current uh, one I'm rocking now is a Pixel 6 Pro. Woohoo! Go Pixel. That's awesome. So. What's the appeal to you to the Android operating system compared to, you know? I think the freedom. I mean, Apple mm-hmm. has a really good qual- uh, build quality. I love that. Uh, they have a really good ecosystem right now, but I think the Android, the draw for me is to kind of install any app you want, which I know mm-hmm. Apple iOS has lots of apps in the catalog. Mm-hmm. But, but there are restrictions. Like ringtones so. especially. Well, that'll mm-hmm. be an example. Ringtones, you can kind of get some without buying them. And just the customization, you can totally mm-hmm. load a new operating system, all that stuff. So Yeah, that's good. Well, for me... Believe it or not, uh, as much as I say I'm an Apple guy, uh, I, I I lean that way. But uh, especially being in uh, the field that I'm in, I'm I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Honestly, I love all of them because I think they all do different things in different ways. And the right answer is really dependent on your preference, which is one of the reasons why I asked mm-hmm. yeah. what you liked about it. Um, I did have a um, a Galaxy S3, loved it. I loved it. However, uh, it didn't have as good a battery life, but the, my main reason for switching back, because I've, I've bounced back and forth mm-hmm. uh, between Android uh, and Apple through the years, was when I was on call once, uh, I had an issue where I, w- I had missed it on a call, and it was caused a lot of issues for me at work, and I was missing calls. I think, you know, I had people telling me, hey, I, you didn't pick up, but I'm like, you didn't call me, it wasn't in the call log. I remember, I, yeah. and this was a long time ago, like, I don't even know what version of Android we're talking way back when. Um, and I remember Samsung's response. Back when it was a marshmallow or a Kit Kat or something. It, yeah. it, it, Oreo? I don't know. It, yeah, actually, I don't, know. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. It could be banana. I know they go by the alphabet. Yeah. But um, right. anyway, um, 
I contacted uh, the Samsung support about it. And of course, the beauty and the crux of Android, especially at that time, was whoever your vendor was, whether it was LG or Samsung, they had their flavor of Android. Yes. And it's still kind of that way a little today, but it's now it's gotten way better. Um, yeah. But they told me, they're like, oh, yeah, we know about that. It's a bug. Um, we're going to get a patch for it. I'm like, well, when? They couldn't tell me. So I ended up switching back to the iPhone only because I needed reliability on the phone calling because I had some weird nuances with that model. Now, that was a very long time ago. Um, I will tell you, I'm a huge Android fan in the fact that it's really good for certain applications. You know, Amazon Alexas run them. Um, all kinds of personal assistants have them. The the Nest thermostats, the Ring uh, house systems. They're so all good the for it. coming out. Yeah. Oh, the TVs. Yeah. yeah. The edge computing. I'm pretty sure Roku's um, might be Android based. Mm -hmm. Some yeah. amazing stuff they're doing with Android. So it's interesting. I respect the things that you can do with it and why you like it. For me, I liked having the closed uh, system uh, because I like restriction on my mobile device. And that's honestly because I think what I do day in and day out, you know, I just, I don't know. It, it's just personal preference, but there's Absolutely. beauty yeah. in both of them. There really is. And it's, it's hands down. They both do things really well and there's pros and there's cons to it. But I know a lot of people, I tease you a lot about like texting you. I, I get the green bubble and not the blue. Yeah. I know that's been a thing. Yeah. Right. So what about, I uh, finally do you get to see uh, iPhone reactions. Oh yeah, uh, you do. Yeah. I've heard that they're, yeah, they're, they're starting to integrate that. They're starting so, to show up. First it was, uh, say Keith laughed at your picture. It would but retell you the whole text. Smiley face on there. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really funny is it would tell you the whole text at one point, you know, if it was really long, Keith laughed at Doug telling him about the Look, time he went to the mall. It? <laughs> it was yeah. horrible. Was uh, what about, uh, you feel the same way about like, do you, do you do any tablets or anything or do you only, or only phones? Like, are you like mobile wise? Are you Android for everything? I am. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I have like an Android watch, Android tablet. I kind of like that. They all mesh together. I think the argument is not uh, iPhone versus Android or iOS versus Android. It's one or the other. So you have more business applications and stuff. I have just pictures and sharing. So it's whatever best suits your lifestyle. That's all. Yeah, you bring up a tablet. I recently got a new tablet uh, watching movies and stuff. I work late nights and try to keep myself awake. So. Mm -hmm. I actually went to with? Best Buy, shocker, this is going to shock you, but I looked at iPads and I thought... No, you didn't. You're a liar. Yep, yep. So I give it to Apple for having really good build quality, like their yeah. iPads, their iPhones, their Apple Watches. The uh, build quality is great. I like the textures and the materials and the metals yeah. they use. They do a really good job on their build. But it came down to having to learn a system that I've been away from for so long. So... Yeah. The last uh, iOS device I had was a 3, which, I mean, for some of us, that's like a dinosaur. Yeah. So having to learn a new entire ecosystem, that's what changed my mind. So well, I stayed with Android. It's changed a lot since 3, too. iOS has gone through a lot of iterations, just like Android has. So that that's understandable if you're used mm -hmm. to it. And the the Google Streets, uh, the Google Suite's pretty strong as well. Everything that they have with you know Gmail, oh, docs and, and sheets, calendar, and all docs that. and sheets. I'm involved don't, in all of that. Yeah. Don't get me started on Chromebooks. Those are amazing. They really oh, are. Yes, they're good. And I so, looked at those too, but yeah. I didn't want a keyboard to get in the way of just yeah. shows and apps and stuff that I wanted yeah. for. Well, the beauty of you going with Android and 
you can do it with iOS, but it's so much easier Android is um, you can put some emulators on there, load up some ROMs, and you can do some retro gaming on it if you yeah. ever want to. It's way easier on Android OS than it is for iOS to do. iOS, you can do it, but you have to download an app to, to like launch your ROMs and to launch your, because you can't do any side loading on because of that closed system we talked about. It's a big, you can do it on, on, you know, I've seen videos where they did it with like an M1 chipset of Apple, which are great chips, by the way hella fast they're wonderful but it's way easier to do on an android are you gonna do anything like that with your tablet yeah so i downloaded a super nintendo rom super nintendo has to be probably my favorite system Me too. i have so many memories back in the day of super nintendo and playing all that so i downloaded the uh rom or the emulator for that so i'm gonna put some of my roms for my personal collection on the tablet Awesome. That's that's really cool. Super Nintendo is my favorite, actually, as well, just nostalgia-wise. I love all of them to an extent, but the Nintendo, mm. Super Nintendo There's was just the something one. about Super Nintendo. Uh, I know, man. I love it. NHL 98, and then so many got uh, Zombies Dude. Ate My Neighbors, and I can keep going on and on Dude. and on. Yeah. Dude, there's so many amazing Super Nintendo yep. games. So, yeah, man, that, that's, that's awesome. Well, I'm excited for you. So you're still putting it through its paces. I assume it's new, the tablet. Yeah, brand your, so. new, you know. Uh, and that's another thing, uh, setting up, uh, phones, like my wife thinks I'm weird, but I'll reset my phone just to set it up again and go through mm -hmm. all the, like downloading apps and rearranging them on the thing. Nothing wrong with that. Keep so, it clean. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. That's awesome. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Does it have any kind of storage expansion on it? I know you can do that on an iPad, for example. Can you do that on your tablet? Yes. I believe it takes up to uh, one terabyte. So it's got 128 on board and then, uh, I believe six gigs of ram so okay. it's a pretty hefty speedy little thing so it's like and then a, i can put a external on there mi micro sd chip i assume mm -hmm. cool. uh, yeah you can just and like I load up all your argument from some ios fans correct me yeah. if i'm wrong is it no has. expandable storage it doesn't like you can take on especially the most recent version of ios you can take a thumb drive for example if you had USB-C converter and you can plug into it and you can it now has a file system you can store files but mainly it's limited application. Like if you are a photographer and you're wanting to do photos and put them on the iPad and do like Photoshop on the iPad, things like that, you can do that. So they have gotten into that space, but it's not as open as, you know, like what you can do on an Android when you plug it in and yeah. just browse the whole thing, sideload stuff. I mean, you have to jailbreak an iPhone in order to sideload things, things like that. So, but it's definitely so, more secure to some extent. Um, in my continuing opinion, this conversation, I heard that the European Union, correct me if I'm wrong, is making iPhone switch to USB-C. Yeah, that happened last year. They they are. Um, and, I, you know, Apple's been resistant. There's a lot of reason why. Uh, you know, accessories is a huge market. And Lightning Plugs was, you know, there's such yeah, a huge um, market for that. They're so making a lot of, pretty good money because they're the only ones yep. that use Lightning Plugs. Yep. yep. But a lot of hardcore people have been praising a lot of the manufacturers of Androids that went to USB-C a long time ago. The advantage to USB-C is that um, faster throughput, especially if it's Thunderbolt-based, um, and also you can charge. You can also do a display with it. You can send it to a monitor. It's multifaceted. Like You can do so much more with USB-C outside of just charging, and that's why a lot of people wanted it. So they are going to yeah. be doing that for standards. And that's a good thing for me. My new tablet has USB-C. My mm -hmm. phone's USB-C. This laptop. Uh, so I... Don't have to say, oh, my gosh, where's my charger at? I'll just like, oh, here, I got one right yep. here. So. It's a lot easier. They, they've definitely made a, done a lot uh, a lot of uh, benefits with that. So to round this topic out, let me ask you. So we, we, we talked about the Apple versus uh, Android thing. Uh, what are some of the phones pre-Android iOS that you had 
back in the day. I know we're both not young people. Right. So you might remember. I remember when there was no cell phones. So <laughs> I started, and I have to look it up. I started with the classic blue uh, brick. Nokia brick phone. No, I it's don't know the model number on that. But yeah, uh, oh that yeah, up. you drop that thing, you can throw it on the ground. You mm-hmm. set it uh, like I might have on a car, and it slides off the hood and bounces on the asphalt. Still works. Still works. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Snake. It had Snake on there. I thought oh, yeah. that was awesome playing Snake. Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember the the Razor, the Motorola Razor yes. flip phone? So Ooh. if you had a Razor in high school, you flipped that thing open. You oh, you were so cool. Yeah, the buttons were nice because they were flat. I don't know. There's just something and about they that were, Razor uh, phone. Back illuminated. Yeah, there was a yeah. had a nice display on it. It was. Yeah. I really liked the the Razor flip phone. I think my first smartphone. It was only because of work gave it to me because I couldn't afford a smartphone. It was BlackBerry. And BlackBerry actually were pretty nice, but the biggest thing BlackBerry could do over everything else, it could do email. Um, but it wasn't a very good browsing experience. And this is all pre-Apple jumping into the game, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, man, the I remember the Blackberries. They had the full-size keyboard on them and everything. They were pretty awesome. They went the, way to the uh, dinosaur. Internet though. on the old phones, I always worried when I hit that button because you know your Data. deal looked uh, mm-hmm. kind of like the power in uh, Christmas Vacation where it just starts spinning. <laughs> yeah. When I hit the internet on the old phone, I thought, stop, oh, my gosh, stop, 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 stop. stop. Yeah, oh, I know. So. I know. I did the same thing. It, yeah, it seems to change so much. It's 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 absolutely nuts. I mean, these things are just like, it's it's yeah. it's absolutely insane just like how powerful these things are and what you can do with them now. Yeah. The thing I miss, uh, kind of to wrap this uh, topic up, but uh, phone design. So back in the day, high school, middle school, the phones were radical. They were crazy colors. And now we kind of just have a rectangle with some cameras on it. I know there's yep. different designs, but back in the day, they were crazy. So the best one I had is a Nokia 3650. Mm-hmm. And we can try to put a picture of that up. Yeah, but uh, kind of had a rotary design on it, a really big screen. It didn't do much, but it was just a cool design. And I remember taking that in school. And all oh, you had one of those? Kids are like, what the heck kind of phone is that? You know? So, you had one of those? That's awesome. Yeah, I did. Wow. You know, and there's a slide, they had a 30, there's a 3600 and a 3650. You know, what's funny, a version of that phone slid up and there was a keyboard on it. And I I remember we had a family phone. Uh, We didn't give our kids phones right away, especially my oldest, my daughter. And somebody at some point somewhere went on a bike ride and they lost it. And Uh I'll never forget, like I found it. It was like two weeks later. It was after a thunderstorm pouring down rain. And I found it when I was mowing, and it was face down in the mud. Still worked. No joke. Picked it up. Yep. I, had it, I rinsed it off, you know. I don't have to put this thing in rice or something. Nope. Turned on. Still had battery, and I could make a phone call. It was insane. They don't make phones like that anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah, I wonder what their rating is. You know, phones now are rated like IP67, yep. IP68 for water yep. and dust and stuff. Those were like, I mean, just guessing, IP100, because they'd stay out there for months and months. You'd mow over yep. them and... Yeah. And a lot of it with chips were different. They were different style of silicone and just the way that they were made. So they weren't quite as sensitive to, you know, electromagnetic you know, mm-hmm. shock yeah. and things like that. So yeah. there's a lot of factors that go into that. But yeah, man, they made some crazy good, good phones back then. So that's the good old days, right? Yeah. That's nostalgia, right? Yeah. But they could not do half of what our current no. phones do yeah. in the way of power. Yeah. So. All right, I'm man. glad to have my new smart technological phones, though. Oh yeah, they're they're pretty sweet, you know. All right, 
So right. uh, enough about phones and Android and all that. What you got for me? All right. So I had to go on um, a trip recently and I had, let me, another disclaimer or context, I should say. Mm-hmm. I am a massive Superman fan, like huge. Now, oh, yes. a, a lot of people that. say that's cliched. He's, you know, no, wrong with that. overpowered, you know, can have all those arguments, but I think there's a lot more depth to him. But part of it is, is uh, it's nostalgia for me because when I was a kid, I, I loved Superman. I had Superman pajamas. Uh, I would stuff, uh, you know, like toilet paper in my pajamas and stand on the air conditioning, you know, when the wind would blow and yeah. the, my cape would flow and I'd stand on the, the back of that, cool. just like looking over Metropolis and just role play. I, I absolutely just was crazy about Superman. And when I collected comic books, especially in the late eighties, early nineties, I know I'm really dating myself. I, uh, when I was a kid, that was the ones that, you know, I collected because I'd love Superman. And I mean, I still remember standing in line to get the death of Superman comic books, which I, I still have today, the whole set when they killed him off in the nineties and things. So yeah, huge Superman fan. I mean, I have a tattoo. I've got it on my wedding ring. There's always a Superman symbol somewhere or in or around me in my office. I, I love Superman crazy about him. There's a place called Metropolis, Illinois, and I had heard about it. Um, and I happened to go on a trip, road trip for a totally different reason and driving through Illinois. And I saw the water tower of the uh, Metropolis, Illinois, and it was coming up and I just didn't put two, two, two together. And so swung by there and uh, world's tallest Superman tower. What's really cool. You drive through the town um, and they have all kinds of theme, like the pizza joint is super this and, you know, mm-hmm. Steve's super gutter cleaners. Everything is super. That's pretty cool. And so stopped off and I'll put some pictures up and I was able to see the statue that they have in the town square, it's supposed to be the world's largest Superman statue. And then what's really cool is that they have a shop and it was actually, it was open for this being an impromptu trip. I went in there and out front, they have parked uh, a car that if you're familiar with Superman comics, the very first back in the 1930s, Superman comic book covers him lifting a car. It looks like he's throwing it. Um, and it, it is that car essentially. So it's been restored. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And you go in there, it's just like wall to wall, uh, Superman memorabilia. Uh, again, I'll put pictures up for everybody to see that. It was so cool. The shop person that was working had said that there's a festival in June and they said, usually it's so busy. You can't even get into the store. So there's a Superman oh, festival man. in Metropolis, Illinois in June. I'm like, man, I need to go check that out. Yeah, so, you need to go back for that. <laughs> it was so cool. So that was a fun, like impromptu kind of a thing. Had a blast uh, just jumping in there and seeing it. And I would felt like a kid again. I was like running around there looking at all the cool stuff. And so. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So that was kind of a fun share uh, thing that I didn't expect to have happen. So yeah. who's your favorite uh, superhero? I got to ask. I don't think I've ever asked. Um, I... Uh... Marvel, DC, you know, I had to make mm-hmm. a decision. Not that one's better than the other. This but, goes uh, back to that Apple and Android, man. I know. I like comparing things. <laughs> I like having all so, of them. I like all of them. <laughs> yeah. So, My so who, favorite uh, superhero would be Batman. So I really I like Batman. Marvel, but I have to go the other way. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love me some Batman. Yeah. Not. I think uh, my... Who's your favorite Marvel? That's a good question. I like all of them, really. I mean, Iron Man, Thor, um, all that. All the Avengers. I really don't have a favorite. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I have not read any comic books or anything, but the movies, I love those. Yeah. Yeah. There's, oh, speaking of movies coming out, uh, Volume 3, closing that that, uh, whole three series movies by James Gunn will be hitting in May. So I am excited. Yeah. Yep. I've watched the first two and they were great. I love that the music I've got the, mm-hmm. oh, the, the classic hits on Spotify. Yep. 
listening yep. to those. So. Where you can hear our podcast as well. Absolutely. Kind of a little uh, push little to plug, uh, check like us that. out on Spotify. Absolutely. Yes, and that does bring us to the closure of our show. If you're liking this, everyone, uh, we're posting the video is available on our YouTube channel. Just search mm-hmm. the Wired Nerdy Podcast. It's also now both in video and audio uh, out on Spotify. And then let's see. Keep me honest here, Doug. We're on Pandora. Uh, yep. What else am I missing here? We've got that uh, Google Podcast for the Androids. Yep, that's coming. But it, it takes a little time to get posted. But yeah, yes, yeah. Google Podcast be on there. We're on Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm missing one. I always put it in the notes. Oh, iHeartRadio. Uh, yep. That's another one. So we're on so many platforms. There's no reason why you shouldn't be listening to us. So I'm glad you brought that up. Dude, another, another show in the can, man. How do you yeah. feel about it? I feel a lot better. I mean, the first show, I'm kind of nervous. This is new for me, but uh, talking to you uh, as a friend helps. Uh, second show, I think I've had a lot more to add. And third show, fourth show, fifth show, I think we're just going to get better and better. You're going to be uh, an old pro by the time this is over with. There we and, go. Yeah. We've got some exciting stuff coming up down the way, including uh, Doug has lined up some uh, pretty cool special guests where we're going to be yeah. able to interview and learn more about some. Kind of a celebrity. He's got uh, pay-per-view and all kinds of stuff. I don't want to give it away. but Don't give it away. We're, 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 building, we're building the brand. Yes. But yep. there's some really, really good stuff coming down the way. Uh, here. So a lot of great topics. So stay with us. Uh, we're going to try to do this weekly. That's our, that's our goal. If you look out on, on there, it might say bi-weekly cause that's what's our original goal, but we're going to try weekly cause we're having fun with this. Yeah. Uh, and we want to thank you for joining us for this episode number two, and we will see you next week. Doug closing words. Uh, just, uh, keep being nerdy, keep being you. And, uh, we'll try to bring you the news and bring you the things we love and keep this exciting. That's perfect. Look at that, guys. He did it. He's a I'm natural. I'm doing better all the time. <laughs> I know. Look so at I'll that. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Sounds good, everybody. You have a great week. 